We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Julius set the tone out of the gate in that first quarter with those five threes. I thought that was huge. I thought uh, it, it, it gave us a lot of confidence. You know, when a guy comes out like that, it sort of sets the tone for for the game. And then if you couple that with the defense and the rebounding, you know, and this team, if you put them in the open floor, they, they can score a bunch of points against you. So uh, I thought that was huge for us. Dan Hidalgo, what's going on, Dan? The Knicks are 13-7 and seven in their last 20. I believe, um, hold on, I'm going to look this up in, in real time. Uh, was this... The no, this was not the yeah, no, this wasn't the 20th anniversary of the starting lineup. So this is the 40th game of the year. They they changed the starting lineup in game 18. So this was actually the 23rd um and game with this version of the starting lineup. And it's the 17th game since the Dallas loss. Um whatever line of demarcation you want, they've righted the ship. Uh, that win percentage over an 82 game season is actually 53 wins. Describe the significance of this KFS stat. Yeah. Um, they needed time to figure it out. You know, they needed time. If they, they can't win 53 games, because if they, if they, if they actually win 53 games, the world will implode and we will all die. So, Sorry, Robert, wherever you are out there in San Diego. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that one. Uh, Stevens Guillaume, what's going on, Stevens? Four in a row. Glad we got a win. Again, the NBA refs won't see the pearly gates. This was not a great refereed game, officiated game, excuse me. Um, Definitely a one-sided whistle through three quarters, but I thought they probably equalized it a little bit there in the fourth. Um, but no, the Knicks didn't get a great whistle. Um, but I can't complain too much. The Knicks, the, the whistle the Knicks have gotten this year is okay for the most part. Thanks, Stevens. Appreciate it. <laughs> Andrew Claudio, 13 and I'm sure Andrew's loving my rants from afar. He's, he's like, oh my God, why did I take this night off from producing? Uh, 13 and five is still in play. Yes, it is, Andrew. Yes, it is. All they need, to, uh, remind me, text me, how many more games in a row do they need to win? I'll go through them uh, before we, we log off. Delski, what's going on, Delski? Toronto played great defense down the stretch. I agree with you. 
I respect that, but we got to have some strong cutting executions designed for Grimes in those tight minutes. I think they were trying to cut. I I, I, I want to go back and rewatch it, and I will go back and rewatch it. I, I think they were trying to cut. I think, again, in those situations with guys who have not been there before, with young players who have not been there before, it's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to cut here, but like, what do you, you know, what do you do when the, you know, when the first cut, when like the guy maintains the defense after the first cut. And again, it, it cannot be stated enough. I really do believe this starting five is the best defensive starting five in basketball with all due respect to the Celtics minus the rim protection aspect. That's the one thing that's different between them and the Celtics because the Celtics have Robert Williams and obviously the, the Toronto Raptors have nobody close to Robert Williams. But in situations like that, where you're just trying to press and all you're doing is trying to move fast, you could argue that there is no team in the NBA that it can even approximate anything close to what the Toronto Raptors could do defensively in that specific situation where you need guys who can move fast, where rim protection is not an issue, and you need guys who are long and smart and anticipate. Again, for anybody who thinks I'm just doing this because I, I refuse to, to, to quit Tom Thibodeau and, and, and can't say anything bad about the man. One, go listen to, you know, last 80 post games I've done. I've said a lot of bad shit about him when he's earned it and he's earned some of it tonight. Everybody earns it when you 16 point lead goes down to two, but also let's acknowledge credit where credit is due. This team came back from 20 points down in the last three minutes against fucking presumptive favorites before the season two nights ago. They did this against the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks have the best player in the world. You know, so they're really good at this. They're really well equipped to do this. Um, and they did it, almost did it to us tonight, but they didn't because they lost. And that's the important part. Thank you, Delsky. Appreciate it. Um, SB Gorilla, what's going on, SB? Julius Randle's attitude in the last four minutes is why I can't be all in on him. A loose cannon. You had plenty of blunders. Control yourself when others have them. Uh, I think you're talking about the moment where Brunson lost the ball and Randall got frustrated on the sideline. I saw it. I didn't love it. Um, he's a guy who wears his emotions on his sleeve. I think the good news is that the team that the Knicks have built around Julius Randall has exceptional maturity. Um, starting with Jalen Brunson and going right down through the roster with RJ, with Emmanuel Quickly, with Quentin Grimes. Um, you know, Mitch is kind of in his own category. Uh, but like Deuce, um, Fournier, even, you know, throw him in there. Uh, it's a, I think it really is a very emotionally mature team of basketball players. Uh, and, and I think Whereas some of that stuff, and they know Julius, right? They know they know Julius. They know they know is he's I think well intentioned. So if you're talking about something else other than that, I mean his decision making again was not great down the stretch. I, I acknowledge that some of the shots he took was not were not great down the stretch. I acknowledge that all of this is real stuff. Um, but he's a, he is he is it with with what he puts on the table. You also have to accept what he takes off the table. And there is a lot of both, <laughs> you know? So um, that's, and that is the question they're going to have to deal with as an organization moving forward. 
is how all in on him do they want to be? And we don't know. We don't yet know the answer to that question. And maybe we won't know for a little while. We'll see. Thanks, SB. Appreciate it. Uh, Dylan Chop Charles. What's going on, uh, Dylan Chop Charles? Yo, J-Mac on tonight's forgotten play. I love this segment. Uh, at the end of the third and into the fourth, IQ scores six in a row. I love it. Completely agree. Thousand percent forgotten play of the night. It was huge in the moment to start a 10-0 run. Big, big plays on him. I, I Again, you, we, we've seen so many games where, like, yes, they got to a 16-point lead, right? And you're like, okay, well, if they get to a 16-point lead, then there's no one or two plays that make all the difference, right? But the way momentum was going in that game, again, it felt like if the if the Raptors could survive the early part of the fourth quarter and keep it to within three or four or five or six even, they would make that push sooner and we wouldn't have been able to withstand it. And so to go to, to get them that head start to start the fourth to then build off of that. Um, it all connects and absolutely completely agree with that as an unsung play. And uh, quickly, that's why I say he's my unsung player of the game. Good, good stuff, Dylan. I uh, appreciate that. Will Oliver, what's going on, Willer? Will Oliver. Uh, Brunson, a steadying presence. The fourth quarter, yes. Not so much through the beginning of the game. He, I, I really thought he was unnerved. I thought he was unnerved as much as any game that we've seen him this year because he he really, he didn't know, he looked like he didn't know what to do with how the Raptors were playing him, you know? Um, and there was a lot of turnovers and some some shots that were uncharacteristic shots of him. Thankfully, he was hitting threes, which I think rescued things. Um, but yeah, uh, steadying presence for sure. Uh, it seems like the game slows down for him when the pressure is on. Well, it seems to speed up for Randall Friday night. Knicks completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. Um, <laughs> Andrew's gaslighting me via text. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, to go to for Andrew to be right about his 13 and five prediction. Um, they need to go eight. No, they need to win eight more straight games. So those eight games I'll say right now are home for Milwaukee, home for Indiana at Milwaukee at Washington, excuse me, at Detroit home for Toronto home for Washington. It's one, two, three, four, five, six at Atlanta at Toronto. So fittingly, Andrew, for your prediction to come true, they would need to go back to Toronto and win another game in Toronto against the Raptors. <laughs> oh, that would be something. So that would give them 12 games in a row. It, easy money. Yeah, easy money. That's it. Uh, thanks for the comment, Will. <laughs> Kyle Crawford, what's going on, Kyle? JB is my hero. A lot of Jalen Brunson praise, which I appreciate, but he, he was not good for, you know, definitely the first half. I, I Maybe he started to turn around in the third quarter. Uh, a brilliant fourth quarter, though. He always seems to get a bucket when we need it the most. Speaker of the house still up for grabs. Uh, yeah, he's big presence. And, and again, that free throw on the end one and the first of the two free throws late, Huge moments for him. And I think we could probably put the free throw stuff behind him, although he, he needs to get back to shooting a commensurate percentage uh, moving forward. Uh, thank you, Kyle. 
appreciate that. Chris Carter, Emmanuel quickly is so good at basketball. He should not be traded for anything less than a bona fide superstar. Um, realistically, I don't think that there is a trade out there that will make sense for the Knicks to pull off before this trade deadline. Might Emmanuel quickly have to be part of an eventual trade for a, a star player? Possibly. If that is If that has to happen, that's what has to happen. What I didn't love about how I perceived this summer going down is it, you know, I don't want to say he felt like a throw-in in the Mitchell talks. I, I don't, like, they definitely valued Grimes more than him. And with how well Grimes has played this year, I don't, I mean, I, I can't necessarily say that that's wrong. I mean, Grimes is going, Grimes should be a staple of their team for the next decade. I, I'm just going to put that out there. That that dude is just, he's everything you want in a in a, a, a 3 and D plus, 3 and D plus wing. And I can't wait to see if his game grows even more to make me eat those words about what he could be as a player. But at the very, like right now, I think he's en route to a guy who's, he's going to make $20 million a year pretty soon when he gets, when he signs his next contract. I do believe that quickly. I, 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 I don't, I don't know that I have that much faith in him, but it's, it's not that far off. He's, they're just different types of players. And I do think quickly is a bit of a, not a hard fit. He could play for any team in the league. That's not what I'm trying to say, but it's he's he's unique. And then quickly is unique. He has a unique blend of skills, at least until the offense comes around in a big way. If the offense comes around in a big way and the shooting gets more consistent, then then we could have a, a very different sort of conversation about him. But I appreciate that comment, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Sean. Sean with a W one board and two foul shots away from 14 wins out of 17, man. Think about that. Yeah. If they had beaten the bulls and they had beaten the maps, that's wild. And if they, if they just, you know, if we're, if we're going to, if we're going to go down this, this fanciful road, right. Um, if they are two more wins than they are right now, that would put them at 24 and 16, um, which would be above Philly and would be better than all but three teams in the West. So they would have the one, two, three, eighth best record in the league, and they already have a top 10 net rating. So, um, yeah, we'll do our we'll do our advanced stats uh, update pretty soon. Uh, should be should be live now. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you. And for anybody who doesn't check, didn't check it out, real quick, uh, check out today's podcast. Uh, Sean XJ and um, and Mensa uh, got on with Andrew. This is going to be something we're going to be doing more, uh, basically every week moving forward. Uh, I think we call it Casual Friday, uh, where just a bunch of really smart basketball people bring some takes and people react to those takes. And Andrew Claudio guides the whole show and he is fantastic at that. Um, so if you didn't check out today's next film school podcast, please do. Uh, I am halfway through it. Admittedly, I had a busy day today. Um, loving 
loving it so far. Um, some funny, some funny moments already. So yeah, shout out to those guys. Awesome job. Thanks, Sean. Uh, Sergio Acosta, what's going on, Sergio? Good win, shake it down the stretch. Yes, Action Brunson is Mister Fourth Quarter. Helped Siakam didn't play absolutely out of his mind, uh, and it's but that's a credit to them and and a guy that I don't think we've talked about a lot tonight. I mean, I just mentioned him briefly was Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes played some good defense on Siakam, especially to start the game. I think that was impactful. Um, I thought everybody really chipped in to de- to defend Siakam. I'm sure that was like. <laughs> pretty high up there on their board going into this game. Like, don't let this guy go nuts. And they didn't. And they didn't. They threw a lot of looks at him. They made adjustments, which is what you want to see. Ideas for possible trade targets, possibly at the wing, keep up the great work. Um, Not really. I mean, you know, we, we did a whole episode on it. Um, oh, Evan Fournier with a tweet. Keep building. Nice. I like it. Um, we did a whole episode recently. I, I don't I don't see an obvious trade. Um, you know, we talked about Malik Beasley on um the uh on the le- the the trade pod that we did with Jeremy, me and Jeremy did together about a week ago, or earlier this week, I should say. He came up uh and they were discussing him prominently today. Uh who is it? Um Zach and was that Zach and Bobby Marks? Yeah, Zach and Bobby Marks. We're discussing Malik Beasley today as a possible trade candidate for, I think they talked about Memphis and I f- forget what other team. Um, I don't know. Like you have Evan Fournier on the roster. Malik Beasley is a really, really big time three-point shooter, high volume three-point shooter, good accuracy three-point shooter, can make a play off the dribble if you need. He's not a good defender. I kind of just described Evan Fournier. Is the upgrade you you're getting from a guy like Beasley that significant enough? Like when you have Fournier on the roster and like he's not playing minutes, I, I don't know about that. Um, you know, I've talked about Eric Gordon all year long. The difference, I guess, is Eric Gordon a little bit better off the dribble. He can kind of run your backup offenses a little bit more, or at least help run your backup offenses. He's very switchable, so he, he's he, you know he's not the defender he probably once was, but he's a better defender. Um, than Malik Beasley for sure. Like that's why that's a name I kind of always go back to. And then I found it interesting, you know, on that same episode um, of the low post that was familiar today. Um, Jay Crowder's name came up and Bobby Marks was like, mentioned New York as the one team that he saw maybe as a fit. Now, if Jay Crowder got traded here and like took minutes from any young player, people would go fucking ape shit. Probably justifiably so. But like, again, if you're just looking around the league for possible guys who could be on the market and could help the Knicks win games in the playoffs, which just seems to be where they're headed, you know, there's a name for you. It's just, it's all about the trade-offs. Like whoever you get, you know, it's, it's going to be a guy who's going to take away minutes and an opportunity from a young player. How important is that? Is that something they should be looking to do? If it's not a guy who's going to be potentially part of your core for the next several years, like that's why, like you know, the, the talk about OG Ananobi is at least I don't I don't love that idea for a variety of reasons, but like that's a dude that if you ever got that dude, you know, he's he's part of what you're doing moving forward. You know, I but I don't I don't see that as a, a deal. I 
I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I don't see them maybe swing. I don't. I don't know that I see, see them swinging a trade that's going to impact their rotation. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Thanks, Sergio. Good question. Appreciate that. Eric Fernandez, what's going on, Eric? Is the hashtag Claudio curse becoming the hashtag Claudio blessing? Um, Andrew Claudio just texted me. He's uh, he's seeing a movie right now. <laughs> Reminding me not to burn it all to the ground tonight. So I don't know. I'll ask him about that when I talk to him tomorrow. Might be. Might be. I don't know. Eight no, though. Eight knows a bit, bit much to go eight, eight straight, eight more. I'm seven more wins away from getting GMAC tattooed on my chest. Man, if they get to... If they keep this thing going, how about this? Let's beat Milwaukee. <laughs> I I think the Bucks might have. Uh, I think the Bucks might have lost tonight. They were losing when I checked before. Um, but that's again talk about teams that are a bad matchup for the Knicks. The Bucks are one of them. So I'm not, you know, one game at a time, one at a time. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate that. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
What's going on, Knicks fans? This new year, you've got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Save time and have the energy you need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. With keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week, prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 35 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36 plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery. In just two minutes, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, there really is no easier way to eat well. Achieve and maintain your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Don't hesitate. Head to factor75.com filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Anthony Strano, late game free throw is going to be the death of me this year. Got to make him, you know, got to make him. There's no way around it. Tough team, tough team to watch this year. Fun team to watch this year, but tough team to watch this year. If you like things like keeping all of your hair, I want to keep my hair. I'm almost 40. I've made it this far. Thanks, Anthony. Uh, Joe Dugan, what's going on, Joe? We are a real team. Yes, we are a real team. The only gripe is I feel like uh, Tibbs' panicky, manic demeanor rubs off on the team late in games. All right, you might have something there. Uh, Always get tight, LOL. Good win, good show. Appreciate that. See, that actually, I'll, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to that. He is... As Benji said, I forget if it was on an episode or on a playback or or what. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Bucks got killed tonight, by the way. Um, Tibbs is not a healthy man. <laughs> He's definitely man- manic. He's absolutely manic. And I do think to a certain extent, a team probably takes on the personality of their coach late in games. See, that's like a valid thing. I think that's a valid thing. Now, that being said, I would love to go back, and I haven't done this, but I would love to go back and look at the clutch stats um, for his good Bills teams and the one year that, you know, the Bulls had Jimmy and they were good with Jimmy and Cat and Wiggins and the whole thing. Like, my guess is, from what I recall, those teams weren't like, they certainly weren't bad crunch time teams. Um, you know, a lot of times it comes down to the players, you know, and that's, you know, that, that, that's true of any, any conversation, um, involving a coach, but yeah, but no, that that's valid. At least I'll hear that. 
Joseph Brennan. What's going on, Joseph? Result, good fun. Process, bad, frightening. I don't, again, I don't give credit where credit is due. I, I, I got to do that. Gary Trent Jr. shot was highly contested, but the other closeouts were bad. Uh, two huge deuce threes. Yeah, there's a guy I haven't shouted out. Massive threes there in the in the fourth quarter. And that wasn't those weren't his only ones. I believe he had a he had another three in the game. Yeah, he was three or five from deep on this one. Great, great game by Deuce. Unsung hero. Um Yeah, I, I again I want to go back and rewatch it. Gotta go back and watch the tape. Uh they I actually no, I, I think I thought the Siakam three was well defended from the corner. The thing with Siakam is when he's going to put up threes because he's whatever he is, 6'9 or 6'10, like if that dude's going to lift up, unless you have a guy with the same size, with similar size guarding him, he's going to be able to get it up over the top. And that's why when that dude's hitting threes, he becomes, you know, one of the 10 most unguardable players in the NBA. I thought that was pretty well contested too, but I, I would I would want to go back and rewatch the other ones. But like, yeah, no, it wasn't great execution down the stretch. No, no uncertain. No, no. No ifs, ands, or buts. Thanks, Joseph. Uh, PKNY, happy New Year's KFS crew. Thank you. Happy New Year's to you, too. Thank you for the joyous contribution you are all you are to all of our lives. That's very kind. I love the squad. No trades. Let's roll with these dudes and see where this goes. Again, my gut feeling is unless a bigger trade is on the horizon that we do not foresee as of right now, I think everybody in the rotation is going to continue to be in the rotation and playing meaningful minutes moving forward with the possible exception of Deuce. He's the one guy that I could see them looking at and saying, I wonder how much of a material. And again, he had a, he was a good, absolutely positive contributor tonight. Amazing on the defensive end, nailed three threes out of five attempts, everything you could want. I just wonder if they're looking at that position and looking at the overall sample size and wondering if they replace those minutes with a with a guy who was not as good of a defensive player, but maybe a little bit bigger, a little bit more switchable, a um, little bit more veteran experience, and who was a more diverse offensive player. I just wonder what their decision is there. I hope Deuce keeps playing. I like Deuce. I want to see where this goes. That dude's an NBA player. You know, I like him. So I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Thanks, PKNY. I appreciate that. Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? No RJ has clarified the value of the healthy guys while at the same time highlighting the second half stretches where we 100% need him. They they absolutely need him. 100%. And this game was more evidence of that. Uh, long run, these last two weeks could be very valuable for their growth. The, everything we've seen this season, I think, has been valuable for the next growth. Everything, you know, trials and tribulations of a young, growing team learning how to win games. I like the culture that they're building here. Um, seems legit to me, at least. Uh, thanks, RJ or Anthony. <laughs> thanks, Anthony, for your RJ comment. Uh, exhibition continues. Thank you for your generous contribution. Great win. 
All-star first for Jules. All-star fourth for Brunhim. IQ will be better for this run of starts. It took him from... Uh, it took him from six-man, so I hope RJ is back soon. Uh, or I took him for six-man. Excuse me, I can't read. So I hope RJ is back soon. Um, I think quickly as the like de facto sixth starter... I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I wrote about this a little bit in today's newsletter in which I looked at uh, some of the stats and data and whatnot. The sample size with quickly with the starters is still a little small. They're, they're gangbusters in terms of overall net rating. Uh, I'll, I'll be curious after tonight, they'll probably, let me see how the starters do tonight. Man, that might take a little bit of a hit tonight. Grimes was a minus 19. Brunson was a minus 15. Quickly was a minus nine. But that was because when he was in with the bench, interestingly enough. So, like, the starting five's net rating is going to take a little bit of a hit tonight. Um, but they've been gangbusters on defense. Amazing on defense. Like, otherworldly on defense in a way that is not really sustainable. Um, and they've been okay on offense. The thing with the RJ starting five is, like, they're not as good on defense and we wouldn't expect it to be as good on defense because quickly is such a, is such a wonderful defensive player, but they're, they're pretty good. They're top 10, you know, which makes sense, right? Because I think when Mitch is in there and Mitch is healthy and Mitch is playing minutes and you got Grimes out there too, and everybody's kind of engaged, like, yeah, it's a top 10 defense. The thing with this regular starting five with RJ in place quickly is offensively. And we're talking you know, a sample size of more than 300 minutes, they're putting up like 122 points per hundred possessions, which is, I mean, it's insane. And that's over a sample size of 18 games. I looked that up today. So I know the numbers are right. So it's not like that, that, that number is fattening up on, on, you know, substandard competition. Um, So they'll go back to the starting five, but quickly they'll still get big minutes. And I hope, like you say, I hope that these minutes, this run with him, with the starters, has been good for quickly. Um, That's what we have to hope. Good comment there. Uh, Next up, Peter Himoff. What's going on, Peter? This team needs to stop trying to bleed the clock at the end of every quarter. I have no issue with that. Yes, completely agree. Work on it in practices. And if they're already working on it, work on it more. Too many forces due to the shot clock. If they just play like they play the rest of the quarter, they win this game easily. Yeah, it got sloppy. Got sloppy, got stagnant, got all the things you want to avoid. Um, By the way, our latest update, the New York Knicks now, after 40 games, eighth in net rating, tied with the Phoenix Suns, they are a smidgen behind the Denver Nuggets. The seven teams that the Knicks are behind, Celtics, Cavs, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Nets, Sixers, Nuggets. Those are the those are the best seven teams in the league. The one team who they're ahead of that you feel like should be ahead of them is Milwaukee. Um, but Milwaukee hasn't really been Milwaukee all year, and it, which is, again, why I feel like the game on on Monday. I'm really curious to see how the Knicks come out in that game. Uh, But on the year, Knicks have the ninth ranked uh, offense 
and the 10th ranked defense. So they're still top 10 in both stats. Credit to them. Uh, thanks, Peter. Appreciate the contribution, as always. CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Uh, great casual Friday pod this morning. Great gutted out win. Today was a good day. Appreciate that. Always appreciate your contribution, CT. Forgotten NYC with another one. I nominate for House Speaker the Honorable Gentleman from Illinois, <laughs> Mr. Jalen Brunson. I yield back, Madam Clerk. That's the comment of the night. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, Matt Smith, what's going on, Matt? I do not envy the rotation decisions Tibbs is going to have to make. Does RJ start off the bench? Not a clue how he was going to manage to seamlessly work OBA in without disrupting all of the good. Let's go Knicks. Um, I appreciate that. I'm going to push back a little bit. I think it's going to be pretty easy. Um, So for one, well, I think, I think theoretically, there is a world where I know you're not bringing up Fournier, but like I, this may just be me. I still think there's a world where Fournier makes sense as part of the rotation, even as a nine man rotation. As soon as I say those words, I hear myself saying them and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, but like, again, in theory, he's like, he's not supposed to be an awful defender and he's supposed to get you really good looks from deep, like tough contested looks, like looks that, like force other teams into like manic moves themselves. That's neither here nor there. Um, as far as your point, move RJ back in the starting five, move quickly back to the bench, make sure quickly still gets at least 25, 26, 27, 28 minutes a game, somewhere in that range. And like, I think the only really dicey decision is the, the backup center. I don't think putting Obi in for seven minutes a half is dicey at all. I think he earned it. I think he's could he could like the defensive numbers for him all year long have been really good, and it's not like this backup. It's not like this backup double big lineup with Hart and Sims. It's not like they're walloping teams defensively. They're not. They're certainly not scoring very well, even with the offensive rebounding. So I think Obi helps that a lot. So move him back in. The only really difficult decision is who's going to be backup five. And I understand it's going to be painful for all of us if we don't see Jericho Sims in games. I love Jericho Sims. I want to see him in games. I would probably give him the nod over Isaiah Hardenstein. But, you know. I'm not in the locker room. I don't I don't know how that would go over. I we you know there are things that we don't know. It's not like Hardenstein has been so bad that that is an obvious call and it's not like Sims has been so good that it's an obvious call. Sims is still a second year player. He's still learning, he's still adjusting to the game. That's the tough one, you know, for me. Uh, appreciate that, Matt. Thanks. Um, good, good thought. Hushu with another one. I've made a 180 on Emmanuel quickly. The Knicks really can't move him. He's a mini defensive anchor on the perimeter. He's just so good. I also love Grimes. It, again, there's like three players in the league who you can't move. Um, but the value, I don't think is the value is going to be there. 
I don't think the value is going to be there at all for them to move him. So I don't think you have to worry about that. That's my gut feeling. Um, but we'll see. Thanks, Hush. Colin Gick. What's going on, Colin? One, this fucking team. Two, getting too old for this shit. Words to my heart. What goes first tonight? This fucking team or getting too old for this shit? They kind of go hand in hand, right? I don't know which I would put first and which I would put second tonight. Probably I'm getting too old for the shit goes first tonight. And this fucking team goes second tonight. Because I, I, I actually don't... I don't feel like... It, I, I really do think the Raptors deserve a lot of credit for making the game close down the stretch. The Knicks did them some favors. But this was way more... This was more I'm getting too old for this shit than this fucking team. Those are my personal rankings. Feel free to disagree. Steve S. What's going on, Steve? Can we end the Randall trade rumors now? Forget the... the, the what, what Rand, There are no Randall trade rumors. Not really. I mean, I went on with Ian Begley and, and um, Steph Bondi on, on the putback yesterday, and Begley kind of slid in there very, very slyly as, as only Ian Bigley could do that. There were, I don't know, discussions around the, around the draft regarding Randall trades. And I believe his words were, and I don't want want to put words in his mouth. I believe his words were like, they didn't have the stomach for that sort of move at the time, which leads me to believe it was the sort of, trade where they would be um, not getting anything good back. So, but yeah, like now that we've moved on from that, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to trade him. Uh, the rest of uh, your comments, Steve, no chance this regime moves him in the next four weeks. Hashtag all-star. Yeah, no, they're, they're not going to, unless i oh my God, I don't even No, They're not going to, no, there's no chance. None. Um, uh, read a tweet real quick from Steve Popper on the subject of Julius as an all-star and getting up to face Siakam. Randall said, do I get up for these games? I get up every night. I'm a competitor. I love to compete. It can be my mom in front of me. It could be Kaiden. I want to win. You know what? I believe him. I do believe he wants to win. Yeah. Anyway, Good, uh, good stuff there. Busy, what's going on, Busy? This is for my favorite Nick Quickly. The floor is yours. Tell us more stat thingies that say he's good. <laughs> um, I mean, the best stats for Quickly all year have been the the cleaning the glass stuff. So f- for most of the year, uh, cleaning the glass had Emmanuel Quickly as uh, the Knicks' best guy as far as like on off. Mitch overtook him um, as they're like on off God uh, at this point. I'll, I'll check it in a minute, but like, it's still really good. Like the team just plays much, much, much better when quickly is on the floor. The numbers are undeniable um, where that is concerned. And I will, I will get those for you right now, but yeah, they're, they're really good here. I got it for you. Uh, so with Emmanuel quickly on the floor this year, 
The Knicks are 8.8 points per 100 possessions better overall. They're scoring at a lower rate, 5.5 fewer possessions, 5.5 points per 100 possessions fewer as far as scoring, which is not surprising because their offense, when he was coming off the bench for most of the year, really struggled. I'll be curious to see if they could bump that up a little bit when he shares the floor with RJ once RJ comes back because they've been running RJ with those backup units. But his defensive on off at this point, my God, I haven't even seen this is in the hundredth percentile league wide. The Knicks are giving up 14.3 fewer points per hundred possessions with Emmanuel quickly on the floor. That is the best number in the league. As far as a differential is concerned, nobody is better. 14.3 14.3 point, excuse me, 100th percentile that he shares with two other players, one of which is Jabari Walker on the Blazers, who has played 129 minutes, the other of which is Rudy Gay, and Rudy Gay ain't responsible for that, who's played 416 minutes for Utah. Emmanuel quickly after tonight has played over 1,000 minutes for the Knicks, and they are, again, 14.3 points per 100 possessions, stingier on defense when he is in there. You can't fake that. You can't fake that. And with all of the different lineup combinations and machinations and things that they've gone through this year to say that, oh, it's only because he is, you know, on the floor as opposed to Fournier and Fournier is terrible. No, no, there's no easy lane now to put him in. He's been a bench guy. He's been a starter. He's come in for Fournier. He's come in for Reddish. He's come in for RJ. He's come in for every manner of player. And for him to still have that stat be where it is, it's you, it's just undeniable. The Knicks become a different defensive team when he's on the floor. They reach another level. Um, and I still believe in the offense, obviously. I think most of us do. Good comment, Busy. Good question. <laughs> 